This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Classic streams. guys aren't. Who just came in? Relax, will you, Larry? It's nobody, just a guy. Are you looking at me? Nah. You sure? Sure, I'm sure. Harmless. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the guy after me looks harmless, too. I tell you, I'm going nuts waiting. Relax, will you? You'll never find me. Maybe he's already found me. I don't know what he looks like. Well, he doesn't know what you look like, so you're leaving. Why don't you make that call? Yeah, I... I guess I might as well. Where's the phone? Hey, you... Where's the telephone? In the back, on the left. Thanks. Watch the door, will you? Yes. Huh? I, I want to talk to Boston Black. Oh, this is Larry Brown. Remember me? Sure, a hundred dollars worth. <laughs> you always were quick with a joke, Blackie. But you aren't quick with paying your debts. Well, I, I got the whole hundred dollars for you now, Blackie. In an envelope in my name at the Williams Hotel. The whole hundred. What am I supposed to do about it? Well, pick it up any time you want. All right, Larry, we're square. But what's the reason for the sudden payoff? Well, I'm leaving town, Blackie. And uh, <laughs> now that you mention it, it's the kind of payoff I like. Now meet Richard Calmer's Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friends. <laughs> hey, Monahan. Mr. Commissioner calls. Tell him I'm on my way to his office now. Huh? Hey, well, look who's come out in the sunlight. Hey, I hoped you'd remember me, Inspector. You know what I mean? Okay, Wilson, what do you want? A little information, Inspector. Sir, in return for the information I gave you about the Johnson mob last sure, year. Sure, sure. What is it? I'm in a hurry. Well, it's kind of important, Inspector. I've been, I've been waiting out here a couple of hours. You know what I mean? Sure, I know what you mean. What do you want? Well, where can I get in touch with Boston Blackie? Where's he living now? 
What do you want him for? There's no reason. Nothing, you know what I mean. Nothing you'd be interested in. Okay, it better not be. Blackie lives at 51 Sunset Parkway. The doorman will give you the apartment number. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the information, Inspector Faraday. I'll do the same for you someday, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Fine thing. I give information to the underworld. All of a sudden, I'm a stool pigeon to a stool pigeon. <laughs> Sudden formality. Come on in. All right. I thought the door was open. Come on in, but be careful. The floors have just been waxed. No scatter rugs, kid. Yeah, sure. Hey, did you look slick? Look, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I've been talking so long, boy. Anything wrong? Oh, no, 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 not exactly, boy. Did you go to the bank for me? Oh, sure, Blackie. I, I got to the bank all right, but uh, not exactly soon enough. And by not exactly soon enough, you mean too late. Well, uh, sort of. And by sort of, you mean yes. Shorty, can't I trust you? With as simple a thing as going to the bank for me, you left two hours ago. I went straight to the bank, boy. How straight? Well, straight down Sunset Parkway to River Boulevard, and what do I bump into but Pete Matthews? So you went somewhere with Matthews, huh? Yeah, but that wasn't all right, boy, because Pete said if I walk over the east side with him, he'd get his brother Barney to drive me there on his motorcycle. And I figured riding on Barney's cycle was faster than walking. Then you didn't go straight to the bank. Well, sure I did, boy. Straight to the east side and then straight to the bank on Barney's motorcycle. All the time, it was straight to the bank. Only, uh, something happened when Barney and me was riding the motorcycle. Don't tell me. I know. You took a shortcut. How'd you know, boy? Never mind. Because you didn't get to the bank in time, I have a date with Mary in one hour, and all I have in my pocket is 98 cents and a paper clip. Well, boss, there's that hundred Larry Brown left for you in the envelope at the Williams Hotel. No, that's way uptown. Take an hour to get there, and Mary's in no mood to wait. Oh, boss, I'm sure I'm sorry, but if Bonnie and me hadn't bumped into Joey Hatch... Never we... mind, never mind. I'll cash a check at Martin's tonight, which is probably what I should have done. Oh, that, that's Flatchy Thomas. On the way to the bank, I bumped into him, too, and told him to meet me here. Fine, fine. Let him in. Oh, thanks, boss. Come on in, Lutz. Yeah, I'm looking for Boston's Blackie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, sure, come on in. Hey, boss, it ain't Blackie. Who is it, Joey? Some guy to see you. Yeah, it's me, Blackie. Wow! Oh, that's more slick, you know what I mean? Yeah, a little over-ambitious waxing. Careful, especially on those scatter rugs. Yeah. Well, what is it this time, Wilson? Can you tell me your favor, Blackie? How much favor? Well, I, I ain't just wonder to ask this kind of thing from anybody, Blackie, but I'm so up against it, you know what I mean? All I have in my pocket is 98 cents. I'll split it with you. Oh, geez. Thanks, Blackie, but that ain't enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, Wilson. I just don't happen to ha Say, I can let you have $100 if you'll go to the trouble to get it. Oh, no trouble at all, Blackie. All right. Go to the Williams Hotel uptown. Ask for the desk, uh, at the desk, rather, for an envelope in Larry Brown's name. Yeah. Brown left it for me. It's, it's $100 in it. I go to the Williams Hotel uptown, huh? And ask for an envelope for Larry Brown, huh? And I'll have 100 bucks, huh? Yeah, huh? Gee. I'll be there right up there. And thanks, Blackie. Thanks a million, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, Wilson. You mean thanks a hundred. Okay, you. Just Keep huh? walking. There ain't no water pistol in your bag. Hey, you, you got the wrong guy, bud. The wrong guy, you know what I mean? I ain't done nothing. Walk. But, but look, I didn't rat in Johnson Mob on purpose. I had it. Get in the car here. But, but, but what I had to do about the Johnson Mob, I was framed in the gun of the cops, you know what I mean? Get in the car. Now, look, put, put, put that gun away. Let's talk to over first, you know what I mean? Oh, well, get in. All right. Don't, don't push. All right. But look, you, you got me all wrong, Mr. Lutz. Shut up. 
Step over to the shack on the riverfront, Joe. Hey, now, wait a minute. And don't go through any red lights. Yeah, but we I... don't want this guy picked up by the cops too soon. <laughs> That air pump going. That diver down there's no salmon. What makes you think we'll find the body in this section of the river, Captain? Inspector Faraday, your witness said they saw the body dumped in off 86th Street, so we start looking from there. Oh, in case the body was planted in concrete, huh? Right. Chances are the current wouldn't affect it then. Hey, that light's flashing on and off. Well, What's that mean? My divers found something. Give me the phone, Tom. Oh, found something, huh? All right, down there. Go ahead. Found huh? a body, Captain. Good work, Jake. You bring it up yourself? No, the feet are in a block of cement. Send down the gravel. Coming right down, Jake. Stand by. Okay. We found your body for you, Inspector Faraday. Good, good. Uh, how long before you get it up? In a minute. Okay, men. Over the side with the gravel. Let it go. Stand by, Inspector Faraday. We'll have your body for you in no time. Stop calling it my body, will you? <laughs> Sorry. Jake, you hear me? Go ahead. Grapple's on its way down. Yeah, I see it. Lower it another fathom. Lower one fathom. Hold it. Take it. How's it now, Jake? Bring it to starboard, eight feet. Eight feet to starboard. Hold it. Take it. Got it, Jake? Okay, Captain. She took down, hold her up. Draw in, boys. Draw in. Hey, fish me top right out of this mud hole, will you, Captain? I ain't nobody. Okay. Stand by. Here comes your body, Inspector Faraday. Will you stop calling it my body? Well, it isn't mine. Bring it over the deck, boys. All the deck. Come on, hoist it clear the gunnels. Bring it over the deck. Lower it to the deck. Come on, lower it. Well, that witness knew what he was talking about. It's the body of a man, all right. A little lower. A little lower. Oh, thanks so much, 
Thank you. That little controversy, or rather that little cursory courtesy of yours, cost me $100. And it cost Pete Wilson his life. He came up here to make a deal with you. You went in with him, then killed him for his share of the take. The take yesterday was $100. My $100. The take right now is you, down to headquarters. And I'm the guy who can do it, Miss Faraday. Did it ever occur to you that... I said, come on. And no tricks. You did say, come on, but you didn't say no tricks. Well, I'm saying it now. No tricks. Come on. Just a minute, Inspector. You're coming right now. As soon as I tie my shoe, do you mind? Leave it untied. Maybe you'll trip and break your neck. I wouldn't give you that day. Tie my shoelace? All right, tie it. Thanks. Say, what's this on the rug? Never mind what's on the rug. I do mind. You're on the rug. So maybe if I pull it... Frankie! Frankie, stop! When you drop, you drop everything, Faraday. Even your gun. Help me, Frankie! So help yourself, Inspector. Oh, and Faraday, I mustn't forget my manners. Please don't get up. I was just leaving anyhow. Now, back to Boston Blackie. Our story began when Larry Brown telephoned Blackie to inform him that the $100 Brown owed Blackie was waiting for Blackie in an envelope in the Williams Hotel in Larry Brown's name. When Pete Wilson, underworld character, came to Blackie to borrow money, Blackie sent him to the Williams Hotel to pick up the envelope. Wilson is not seen again until he's fished out of the river, murdered. Inspector Faraday of the police has convinced Blackie killed Wilson because earlier that day he himself had given Wilson Blackie's address. When Faraday attempts to arrest Blackie, Blackie, as usual, escapes. To continue our story, we return to the waterfront restaurant as Sam, Larry Brown's one-time gangster, walks in and takes a seat at the counter. Afternoon. Hey, what do you have? Two eggs, scrambled coffee, and give me a couple of rolls. Number two, beat up. Rocks on the side. What'd you think of the game this afternoon? Didn't see it. Well, that was some game. So what? Well, nothing, I guess. How about some service? What do you have? Coffee, Blake. Oh, I'm in the dark. Hi, Larry. Don't let this kind of man see you talking to me. Relax, will you? I can't. I'm not off the spot yet. How do you know? Well, I don't know. You are mixed up. Wouldn't you be mixed up, too? Every time you took a step, it might be your last one. Turning yellow? One more crack like that, Sam, and I'm... I'm sorry, Larry. I didn't mean anything. You better not. Where have you been? Out driving around. I didn't see you drive up. I parked up the street a little. Drive up by the Williams Hotel? Yeah. Go in. You think I'm crazy? Relax. If your plan works out, you don't have nothing to worry about. Read your paper. I'll see you later. Okay. Polite to read when you have company, Larry. What? What's the matter? Nervous? No. No, nothing's, uh, nothing's the matter, Blackie. Uh, how are you? I don't know. What are you doing down here? I'm just looking. Oh, Shorty. Yeah, boss. Watch down the street as well as up. I saw one of Faraday's cars in the neighborhood. Yeah, but it didn't spot it, boss. Just the same. Be on the lookout. Okay. You in trouble with the cops, Blackie? No more than usual. It's the hideout you want. I have I just want some information. I don't know anything. You know Pete Wilson? Wilson? Pete Wilson? No. You know he's been murdered? No. I've been making it my business not to know much of anything these days. Reason? Knowing things isn't always healthy. Look, Larry, I'm not trying to involve you in anything. Yeah? Why should I? You mean everything between us is okay? In a manner of speaking. You got that envelope I left for you and everything? No, Larry, I didn't. But now that you mention it, Pete Wilson got it. Oh, Wilson got the letter. And he got everything, too. 
You sure this guy Wilson picked up that envelope? According to the clerk at the hotel, as far as I can find out, that's the last time he was seen alive. You making that crack for a reason? No, except that, well, I thought maybe you could tell me whether or not there's a possible connection between that envelope and Wilson's death. How should I know? I'll see you around, Blackie. Uh, wait a minute, I'm not through. Oh, but I am. I got an appointment. Well, look, uh, where can I get in touch with you? Who knows? I don't. I'll be moving around here and there. Come on. Come on, Shirley. You might as well go, too. Okay, this way, sir. Come on. Blackie, you know, we ain't no better off than we was before we punished that brown. We may be, Shorty. It's possible that Brown engineered Wilson's killing. You think so, boss? I might as well think so. I haven't any other ideas. Come on, there's Brown getting into his car up the street. Let's get mine and follow him. Sure, sure, boss. Throw me a long shot, but I have an idea. Hey! Look, Shorty. Brown's car, correct. Correct? Looks like it's been blocked. It was, Shorty, when Brown stepped on the starter. Come on, let's have a look. Yeah, come on. What? There ain't much left of anything. Nobody will ever be able to prove that a guy by the name of Larry Brown was in this car. Gosh, no. I think I know why this happened, too. It gives me an idea. Shorty, give me your wallet. Oh, sure, sure, boss. Yeah. Okay. Hey, boss, well, what's the idea of throwing my wallet in your wreck? I'll tell you later. Let's go. Gosh, boss, when Faraday gets here and finds my wallet, he'll think I was knocked off in the floor. Yeah, Shorty, I imagine Inspector Faraday will think you've gone all to pieces. Come on, we're going to your place. in my place as a hideout. The inspector figures I'm dead or he'll come running down here for sure. That's what I want him to do, Shorty. Boss, either you're too smart or I'm too dumb for this kind of thing. I don't know which. Look, Shorty, I think I know why Larry Brown was killed. It was no accident. You mean that explosion was supposed to bomb? Mm-hmm. And I want his killers to think he escaped. That's why I threw your wallet into Brown's car. The police will identify the body. He's yours. Yeah. Jeez. Sure glad my poor old mother can't read. She'd feel awful bad about me getting blown up. Don't worry, Shorty. If even hears about it, we'll go down and clear things up right away. All I want is for Faraday to release a story to the newspapers that you and not Brown was killed in that explosion. Look, I, I don't mind playing dead for us as long as it ain't for keeps, but why don't you want nobody to know Brown got it? Very simple, Shorty. When it... At last, here's Inspector Faraday. Anybody in there? Sure, anybody out there? Inspector Faraday of the police. Who's in there? Uh, let's play this guessing game a little longer, Faraday. It's fun. Blackie, it's you. Let me in or I'll break down the door. Don't go to the trouble of bruising your baby skin, sweetheart. I'll let you in. Shorty, uh, stand with me. They can't see you right away. Can you seem a little surprised? Oh, sure, boy. Get back in there, Blackie. Faraday, you're a good bloodhound. You don't get away from me for long, do you? Oh, I wasn't talking about your ability to find me, Faraday. I, I was looking for ears. Hello, Monahan. All right, don't talk. You do enough talking for the whole force, don't you, Faraday? Okay, you've been funny long enough. Now you're coming quietly, or am I... Shorty, I thought you were dead. Hi, Inspector Faraday. Nice afternoon, huh? What are you doing here? I get right here. This is my job. But you were supposed to be dead. Killed in that automobile explosion uptown. That wasn't Shorty's body, Inspector. No, no. Only my wallet. I, uh, hope you brung it. Well, if that wasn't your body in that car, what was your wallet doing there? I put it there, Inspector. You did, Blackie. Why? I didn't want you or anybody else to know the name of the real victim until I talked to you. Well, if you were at the scene of the explosion, you probably had something to do with it. Who'd you kill this time? The man's name was Larry Brown. Oh, or 
I didn't kill him, Inspector. But you didn't kill him? How do you know his name? I know the name of lots of dead people. Look, I don't want any wise cracks. I just want you. Faraday, this is so sudden, really. I... And also boring. Put that gun away, will you? After I put you away. You're way ahead of yourself. How can you arrest me for the murder of Larry Brown when you haven't even found out who killed Pete Wilson? Wilson was killed because somebody thought he was Larry Brown. So what? Larry Brown was being shadowed by an out-of-town trigger man hired to kill him. Unfortunately, the trigger man didn't know what Brown looked like. Brown knew that and worked out a very clever scheme to duck his assassin. Yeah, this better be good now, in short. It is. Brown knew his only hope of getting away from the killer for good was to have the killer shoot someone else. Brown owed me money, so he put it in an envelope in his name at his hotel and phoned me to come to the hotel and ask for it. Was that so? Why aren't you dead? Because I sent Pete Wilson for that envelope. He went into the hotel, asked for an envelope for Larry Brown. The killer picked him up, took him for a little joyride, and uh, you know what. Okay. But then why was Brown killed? The killer realized his mistake, or the man who hired him noticed it. So as not to make a mistake again, they wired Brown's car for sound. Well, that's the best one you've ever told, Blackie. But it doesn't get me my killer. Do me a favor, Faraday. I wouldn't do anything for you. Then do it for yourself. Did you release a story to the newspapers that Shorty was killed in the explosion? Yeah, but I can stop it. No, no, don't stop it. Let it go through. Add to it a story that Larry Brown was the intended victim, but escaped and has returned to his room at the Williams Hotel. Are you crazy? I'm crazy enough to get out from under a murder wrap. Release that story to the newspapers, and then give me six hours. I wouldn't give you six seconds if I had any sense. Oh, don't feel so badly about it, Faraday. We can't all be smart. I ought to lock you up and never listen to you again. Go ahead, get out of here. Thanks, Faraday. Come on, Cody. Sure, boy. Remember now, Faraday, for six hours, leave me alone. Get that, Monahan. I'm supposed to leave him alone six hours. I'm not letting him out of my sight six seconds. Come on. This is room 511, sir. Thanks. You're expecting luggage, sir? Uh, later. Bring it up, will you? Anything else, sir? No, that'll be all. No problem. Thank you, sir. Come in. Hi, Blackie. Well, what took you so long this time, Cody? Oh, look, boss, you gave me a tough job. I've been all over town. Did you do what I asked? You did, boss. My pals call every mug and pigger man. Yep. And now everyone in town thinks that Larry Brown got out of that explosion okay. And he's right here in room 511 of the Williams Hotel alone. Good work, Cody. Now, scram. I've got to wait for a guy who's coming up here to kill me. <laughs> I'd better turn on the lights. Huh? Stop it, boss. I'll get him. No, you don't. Don't bother to pick up your gun, pal. I think Inspector Faraday would like to do that himself. 
Hey, Faraday, come on in. You've been in the next room for hours. I know it. Okay, Blackie. Well, I didn't leave you alone. So you knew it. If you hadn't outshot this guy, maybe you'd have been glad. I'm glad anyhow, Faraday. You heard this guy here say he wasn't going to make a mistake. He killed the wrong guy again. I heard everything. I've been in the next room for hours. Well, um, incidentally, on your way down to headquarters, we practically had a sleep together, Faraday. Suppose you stop and pay the bill. Hello? Oh, Blackie, this is Shorty. Say, Shorty, where are you? Lackey has been here twice looking for you. Oh, gosh, boss. Did you tell him I was at, uh, Jesus? No. No, I didn't. You said you were going straight to Sheep, so I thought I'd play a tape and send him to Joe's. Oh, I, I see. Where are you? Well, boss, uh, let me tell you. I was going straight to Skeeter's when a funny thing happened. You went to Harry's? No, 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 boss. I went straight to Skeeter's. <laughs> Here I am. And am I Classic streams. Retro Radio Today does not claim ownership over copyrights to any radio shows on our podcasts. The work in this episode has been identified as being free of known restrictions under copyright law, including all related and neighboring rights. The show copyrights are believed to be expired. This concludes another episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening. Classic Streams. (laughs) 